0: Could the Dallas Cowboys have a surprise starter in their secondary for week one? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Locked On. Locked
0: On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast part of the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Elias. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, give yourself the edge this season. Find Elias game plan in the App Store or Play- Google Play Store right now. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter
1: at McCoolBCB. Landon, what's going on, sir? A lot. I mean, we've got we've got a, a practice that we've got to go over from yesterday. We've got a preseason game that's coming tomorrow. Uh, it's Friday. Uh, there's 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 lots of good stuff happening right now. So uh, I'm 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 excited and certainly excited to chat football as well as well as always. Well, let's talk
0: about a rookie for the Cowboys that we haven't spent a lot of time on yet. This cornerback, Ron Bland, who had a strong preseason game against the Broncos. He had a strong practice this week against the Chargers. And then on Thursday, another really good performance. Later, like We were thinking, like does this guy have a chance to make the roster? I think we're kind of past that now. It's what could his role look like during this season for the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, there's two of these guys. We'll talk about another one that, you know, we kept on saying, man, he looks good. He, he's he's going to be on the roster. And now, I mean, both him and another young rookie have a very high chance of being uh, a starter on week one. And and I think, you know, we talk about drum beats, right? Like in that, that kind of rhythm. I think he's had some drum beating going from the beginning. Like it's just, it's more difficult when they're, um, you know, Blam was working with like the third team, you know, as we started things out, yeah. just because of all the depth at the cornerback position, uh, and then you know the kind of drumbeat was was basically someone kicking the drum these last yep. two games you know like basically the, the game was he had a really incredible game and then yesterday in practice to two pass deflections or no wait two interceptions two interceptions and a pass and deflection yeah <laughs> um that's you know that's obviously someone screaming very loudly at the coaches hey not only do i belong but uh you know in the absence of unfortunately like we'll, we should chat about jordan lewis pulling uh, dealing with the hamstring okay um maybe bland's the guy that's going to get it step in and take the majority of those reps yeah so jordan lewis did tweak his hamstring earlier this week the cowboys are optimistic
0: that he'll be ready for week one and he's an important part of their defense like yeah they just don't really have a slot corner like him on the roster we'll see it doesn't appear to be a super long absence but if he's not ready for week one who do you expect to start in slot?
1: I mean, right now they're showing us that it's Deron Bland, you know, and I, I think a lot of that has to do with the, the, they want to get him the reps. They want to see what he can do. Uh, I think, you know, if we're talking what the plan would have been all the way up until this week, I think the idea would be that Brown would likely slide into the slot and that you would kick in either Kelvin Joseph or maybe Wright or maybe a combination of those two kind of rotating in. Uh, because Brown has obviously a lot of experience playing in the slot. Sure. You know, the slot is obviously a, a nickel spot is, is very important in today's modern NFL. Um, so I and think he's played that that, well there before. Brown's yeah, played yeah. very well in the slot. Absolutely. And So I think that that is kind of a very natural uh, progression for them to go through. If they like what they've seen from Duran Bland and he has been playing in the slot, then, you know, maybe that's the solution is you just temporarily plug him, let him play the Lewis role. Or, you know, maybe it's such that Lewis is available on week one, but you just don't want to give him a huge amount of snaps to kind of re-aggravate. So maybe it's a situation where they're heavily rotating Lewis and Bland just to kind of keep Lewis off his leg a little bit longer and and kind of help him heal a little bit more.
0: I will say Bland is not the traditional slot corner though. Like you look at his build, everything about about him projects as an outside cornerback. Like in case you're not familiar, six foot one, 202 pounds, 32 and three fourths inch arms, a 76 inch wingspan. That's like both like in the 90th percentile for all corners. So usually those slot guys are a little bit smaller, a little bit quicker and twitched up. You don't see
1: guys with his kind of length in the middle of the field at all. But but what are we seeing nowadays, right? Like you and I have talked about it on this show, the idea of the uh, the power slot, right? The bigger receiver operating out of the slot. So maybe there is some prudence in having a guy that can play with some size in there. You know, I think that there's also the possibility of kicking Curse out if you need to in, in situations, or using Mukwamu or one of the safeties in some of these situations if you need to when if they're re- truly dealing with the you know power slot. Well, but hey, I think hey, it's let's nice. Look
0: Look at Tampa Bay in week one. like I think there's a yeah. very good chance that it's Julio Jones and Russell Gage. Now, Julio is much bigger, but Russell Gage is six foot hundred and ninety pounds. Slot. It's not your traditional slot guy that's five eight one eighty, right?
1: Yeah, and who knows we'll be throwing passes to him at that point. but uh, I think uh, the the idea is that you you get you know kind of a different mixture of guys involved in there. Um, and that's good for your defense. I mean, you know, we talk about how they rotate these safeties and they, you know, have different packages for them. If they have another guy that they feel like they can rely on, and Duron Bland to kind of, you know, rotate into that slot spot, because it just doesn't feel like they're ready to do that with Joseph yet. They they want Joseph to kind of continue to focus on being an outside corner, um, and so he can learn that before they're gonna even think about moving him inside. But having a guy like Bland gives you better options on on just you know because outside of, of Lewis before bland started to kind of kind of show you something the only plan you really had was kicking brown inside and then re- 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 uh, replacing his him on the outside it's nice to have another guy who you feel at least somewhat confident could play in the slot if you need him to
0: is bland more of a lock to make the
1: 53man roster than nation Wright or calvin Joseph I don't joseph there's just weird stuff going around I mean obviously there's whispers on the wind about him and his status on this team and maybe that's not obvious to everyone but there are, there are. um yep uh i think that uh, i think you need all those guys you know i just don't know that how you how you cut any of those guys even with even with uh cj goodwin I, I think all of them have talent um you know if if there are extenuating circumstances that make joseph expendable because they just don't feel like you know, that he's, he's a problem or they feel like he's not coachable or anything. Maybe you figure out a way to, 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 to get rid of him. But honestly, like outside of that, I feel like they kind of need all these guys because it's a long season and, and cornerback depth is never something that you can have too much of.
0: And we'll talk about guys that need to have big preseason performances on Saturday. I think Kelvin Joseph and Nation Wright are at the very top of the list, right? Especially on Wright, who had, I mean, a worse game than Joseph, but if those guys struggle and Bland continues to play really well, I mean that's it's tough. We'll see,
1: right? Yeah, I think I don't know that their roster spots are are in, in jeopardy. Like I said, but where with, they're at with, the with Joseph chart, and so. yeah, uh, but I would I was just gonna say their spots on the depth chart are definitely yes. in in in, uh, in jeopardy just because Bland has been playing not just good but outstanding. Like I mean, and that's the thing I want to re- remind everyone: he had those three two interceptions and pass deflections against the ones yesterday yeah, against yes. the chargers that's that's showing you something I, I i would take that kind of performance and and consider it to be like uh, imagine if that was being done in a uh, preseason week three yes. game a normal rehearsal because this is essentially what the cowboys are using for their rehearsal
0: yes uh, all right we're going to talk about more uh guys that had big performances uh, on Thursday's practice, along with some guys that we want to watch here in the preseason game. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. If you're living, living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really, really need it. Dave is the banking app. that can get you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That is more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest in credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly with uh, Dave. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. All right. Let's talk about one of the receivers that had a big day yesterday because the Cowboys were without CeeDee Lamb. They were without Noah Brown. So who stepped up? It was Dennis Houston, of course. Not only did he make some plays in team drills and in one-on-ones, he had a kind of a miracle play at the the end of practice. So, Landon, what did you see from Dennis Houston?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I referred to what happened at the end of practice yesterday as the three miracles. We'll talk about the third one in a second. The first one being Deron Bland's interception. It sounds like literally at the moment that uh, on one field, Bland got the interception on the other field. Dennis Houston caught an incredible Hail Mary pass from Dak uh, in in two-minute drill uh, to, to score and in, in, in practice on the West Coast, which I thought, really, I mean, you cannot end on a higher note yeah. than those two things and the third thing we're about to talk about. Uh, I think beyond that, too, Houston had an incredible day. I mean, he caught uh, at least two or three other passes. Uh, again, another guy who I think – I've been hesitant about saying this. I, I haven't been hesitant about um, him potentially being on the roster. I think that he's inching he closer always, to doing that. Right? Is, well, I think we're past that okay. now. I think Houston's going to get playing time week one. I mean, mm. I, I just, I, I just think that he's been so reliable for them, and it's been undeniable. And he continues to make plays no matter who he's playing, where. Like he's been one of the only truly consistent parts of this of this receiving core Um, I I mean I think you know we've seen lots of plays from Noah Brown who unfortunately you know had a little bit of a toe so he sat out I think Simi Fahoku has been a lot of the same way as well but I think Simi Fahoku was always going to be on the team based on his draft status and what he's done in the offseason and how he's looked Dennis Houston is an undrafted free agent rookie and you know there has been plenty of People, I'm sure, that have wanted to get him out of the way so Simi Fahoku and Noah Brown can start taking those, some of the snaps. But Dennis Houston will not, has not, and will not allow that, you know, because he has just been so consistently good. And it's not even just consistently catching the ball. Now it's this stuff making plays in two minute Mm -hmm. drills, Dak relying on him, going to him specifically. Uh, the, 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 The Hail Mary was, you know, it was a that was a good situation for the Cowboys because both Bahoku and Houston were open down the field and we're probably going to get it. But beyond that, Houston has been like in crunch times on big third downs in the game in practice. He's been where he needs to be. He catches the football. He's been a reliable target. He's not exceptional. He's not, you know, creating huge separation, but he's getting open and he's catching the football. And if that isn't the, Definition of what you need in a wide receiver, especially right now when you're looking for a reliable target or a couple of reliable targets to kind of opposite of 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 Ceedee Lamb, it's hard not to think that not only is Houston earned his spot on the team, I, I think that's kind of almost a foregone conclusion at this point. Now the the question is, has he earned playing time? Uh, uh, uh you know, on when he's on the team because. He doesn't have a ton of uh, special teams reps we've seen so far. I'm, I'm interested to see if that develops. Yep. And if you're going to make him active, you're going to play him. So uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly how far up this chart he's gone because he has not he has not slipped up yet. And, and again, that's what we've been talking about from the beginning. That's what you have to do.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that he's going to start on Saturday, right? It's probably going to be him and Tolbert and Fahoku – you know, mixing in, I would assume those are your three receivers,
1: right? Unless they hold him out, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, uh, listen, no, I you, mean, can't, it, you can't hold you're out right.
0: a free agent, right? You, you can't, can,
1: but they held out Noah Brown last week and, and, and they're so, uh, they have to be careful. They need to have uh, reliable wide receivers for week one. So I, I would not, I would be shocked, but I, I, it, it, it may happen. Cause I mean, they yeah, just well, need it,
0: uh, I, but I will it's say- not,
1: if if not then Houston's definitely going to play a lot i would because yeah, they a need lot. to get an extended look at him um, i'm really
0: interested what's going to happen with these receivers because yeah. i i'm at the point now it's like why waste a spot a week 1 roster spot on james washington when you know he's not going to help you until week 7 week 8 if if at all Right, that's like what, that's what I've been saying for a while now. It's it. There's it it too many, is too bad for Washington because I think yeah. there was a chance he could have had a, a big time role early in the season. But and this is what happens, right? Like it's unfortunate, but it's kind of time to move on. And this
1: is a better situation for the Cowboys. Oh I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think that's what people are, are failing to understand. Is you said it yesterday, right? When the Cowboys went out on the practice field yesterday, they had wide receivers, none of which had caught any touchdowns in in the in the NFL at this point. That's, that's scary. But, but, but at the same time, if you've made James Washington's injury, like basically pushed him completely off the roster because your down roster wide receivers are just performing like crazy all throughout training camp. That isn't a bad thing. Like that, that's, you know, look, maybe the concern is always going to be, is it enough? Is it enough for these down roster folks to be performing the way they are to kind of, mitigate the losses of of Gallup, and you know th- and, and kind of just buoy you through the first few weeks of the season that still is in question but I, I i what i keep telling people is that if that is a reality this is what it would look like through training camp so yeah i'm very excited to see exactly what that room is going to look like and how they're going to handle cutdowns and i completely agree to me, there's no point in keeping James Washington on this team anymore. Yep. Um, he, he, by the time he gets back, those down-roster wide receivers will have developed to a point where you're not going to want them off the team and they're cheaper.
0: Yep. Uh, so yesterday in practice, uh, the, the wide receivers and tight ends, this is the the breakdown of how many career catches they have. Uh, Dalton Schultz, a bunch. Sean McEwen, four. <laughs> That's it. That's Nobody endless. else has caught a pass in an NFL game other than – Dalton Schultz and Sean McKeown. That's it. Yikes. But it's a lot of opportunities for guys like Dennis Houston, Semi Fahoku, Jalen Tolbert, even somebody like Brandon Smith. I saw had a ne- nice catch in team yep. drills yesterday. If I was a Cowboys, I would – I don't know if they can. I, I think I would either cut or waive James Washington injured and just move on. And if he wants to revert back to IR and let's see in 2023 what he looks like that's fine. It's just the cold reason that you signed James Washington is to help you from weeks one through four. And now we can't do that. So there, there's just no value here just to do that, that. But we should mention Michael Gallup, the guy that James Washington I was going to try to replace, right? Uh, it's another miracle. Can you explain what happened with Michael Gallup yesterday at practice?
1: Yeah. Gallup uh, apparently got the word last, uh, well, the night before that uh, he would be allowed to run some routes and catch some passes from uh, quarterbacks. He's, apparently he said he was so excited he couldn't sleep. Um, but, yeah, he got out there at the end of practice, ran some routes, caught some passes from Dak. There's video of it. Uh, very encouraging. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, w- we don't know timelines here. But, but again, another – I mean, talk about drum beats. Again, like another drum beat to me that kind of indicates that this is going to be a shorter thing than we think than we, at least we initially thought, right? He's going to miss
0: week one. We know that. Oh, yeah, but it's, absolutely. But Is there but a chance they get him back before Halloween? Like, to me, that's what I'm looking at. Can they get him back
1: before Halloween? If the answer is yes, I'm feeling great. I, I mean, I've heard people talking about and phrasing it in such a way that week two is not out of the question, which I don't want him back week two necessarily. I don't week two. But, but the fact that we're talking about it, like, that to me means... You know he'll 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 be back to something closer but, to what we're expecting sooner than when we. Expect. And I don't know the
0: rules if you're on pup. Um, like I don't know if you can practice with the team if you're if you're on pup. But I think that's why the Cowboys are, might be a little bit hesitant to do that, right? Because yeah. even if he, let's say they know he's going to miss weeks one and two, if they could have him practice in full in weeks three and four, and then be. Full go in week five, it's worth it, right? It's worth
1: keeping yeah, keep him on him the on the roster. roster. Yeah, keep him on the roster, make him your healthy well, unhealthy scratch, I uh-huh. guess. Yeah. Uh, and, and just make him inactive until he's ready. I, I think you're right in the sense that I know that it's that way with with uh training camp PUP is that you have to get cleared off of PUP before you can practice again. So yeah. that may be an element that they're considering there as well.
0: All right, let's uh let's talk about guys that we're excited to see in the preseason. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist You can schedule weekly or video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And getting therapy every week is as easy as a few clicks on your laptop or your phone. With therapy, it can take a few tries to find the right one. But BetterHelp makes it easy and it's free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. They have a special offer for our listeners right now. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That is 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. All right, let's talk about some players that we're excited to see on Saturday night. Who are you keeping an eye on?
1: Well, again, I I mean, I think – more and more snaps that we can see from uh the younger players specifically uh smith uh you know uh, sam williams obviously sure. uh, tolbert i mean tolbert uh, I, i'm excited to see tolbert with with uh greer you know and i think <laughs> well yeah, that's that's one right there will greer right like thank yeah. goodness yeah i mean you know that's the funny thing right is that like i feel like cooper rush had a good day of a good couple of days of practice. Right. It seems like, but, yeah. but yeah, in the game was just absolutely brutal. So it's great to see, you know, Greer get an opportunity out there. And and then kind of, because of that, we're also going to get to see maybe a bit, some better looks at guys like Tolbert. I don't know if Noah Brown's going to be, I mean, he likely will be a scratch again, but maybe some more oh. semi Fahoku, uh, you know, some more Turpin, you know, all these kind of down roster wide receivers, I, 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 would also mention, came those guys.
0: I would also mention Josh Ball. Like, I know he's a second-year yeah. player, but last week was his first preseason action ever, right? So I assume he's going to play left tackle only in this game. I'm not sure it's fair to him, but I just want to see if he gets any better. Like, can you go from bad to being... Not so bad. Like, I don't think of a better way to put it, but like, don't be a
1: turnstile out there. Like just show us a well, little develop. bit of improvement, develop, yeah, develop. you know, just right. show, show us something that's better than what you did last week, yeah. which, you know, I, I, I've, I haven't completely given up on balls development yet. I think he's been up and down, but I also think that it's, he's been kind of thrown into a tight spot. Right. So uh, yeah, I I, I think what we need to see from him right now is just improvement. And if, if, if there's improvement, then that's uh, a positive sign. Uh, you know that doesn't necessarily mean he's the solution yet, uh, or or is going to be the solution for like a swing tackle or a backup yeah. tackle's position this year. But we need to see him getting better. You know, offensive linemen sometimes take a little bit longer, and uh, they're usually worth it when they do. But yeah. but you know, we, what we can't see is kind of stagnant, uh, static. You know, lack of of, of improvement because uh, you know, again, I feel bad for the guy because he practiced on the right side almost entirety of spring, and then now they're throwing him to the left side. But at the same time, you still need to kind of continually get better and show us that you're going to improve with reps because otherwise, why are we wasting reps on you? We can always get exactly. somebody else in here to develop. So uh, uh, definitely need to see Ball do some more. And I want to mention one player. There
0: was actually somebody in our chat on YouTube that mentions this player almost every day because we haven't talked about him at all. Uh, uh, Story Jackson, a linebacker uh, from Liberty yeah. that they signed. He's actually number 47
1: yeah, I've noticed him actually. Uh, it's because I, I always keep forgetting who's Jackson on the forty number forty seven and it's it's that first name that I always remember. Yeah, well,
0: it, it. It, it, one of the reasons we probably should have mentioned him was he was actually not only the highest graded defensive player from the Cowboys last week, he was the highest graded linebacker of week one in the preseason, according to pro Football Focus. So I think he's got an uphill battle to make the team. But if he has another big showing, Maybe he could beat out like a Luke Gifford or a Devin Harper for that last linebacker spot. So not saying it's going to happen. Just this is a good time to see if he can build on a strong week one performance.
1: It's an uphill by, by, uh, uphill climb. And look, I, I understand the PFF grading and like everything like that. But this is also the th- the issue with Alakhan, right? Like where he got incredibly... Uh, well-graded in BFF, and and that's fantastic, but we have to remember the context here, right? Yes. I mean, they're playing against guys. They're on the squad of guys and playing against a squad of guys who who likely are not going to play in the NFL, who may never play a snap and break. But that's
0: why it's really important to have multiple good performances and not just one
1: and then kind of – regressed back down and, and 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 to the, to the to the point right uh, alarcon after having a really good game in denver started taking some uh second team reps uh, yes. as the tackle for for the cowboys so maybe you could see a similar type movement uh with with other folks including someone like jackson who could yes. you know just impress enough that he could maybe somehow find a way to escalate himself in a very 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 crowded room at the very least maybe make himself a, a target for the practice squad so that they can potentially hold on to him and you yep. know, maybe he has a role in, in the regular season. And then just keep an eye on all the defensive backs, right? We
0: mentioned Nation Wright and Kelvin Joseph and Deron Bland. We talked a lot about Israel Makamu on yesterday's show, so if you missed yep. that, please go check that out. Now everybody's going to be watching Marquise Bell to see if yep. he can uh, make <laughs> some more plays like he made last week. But that's secondary. That's, that's really a spot that I'm going to be keeping the most uh, attention on.
1: Yeah, and, and 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 a couple other guys just to throw them out there. Peyton Hendershot is a guy that we should keep an huh, eye on. I yes. mean, I mean, obviously we'll see more of Ferguson. I would assume uh, that's good, but Ferguson is is gonna make the team. Sean is yeah. gonna make the team. P- Peyton he is. Hendershot is a guy that is working. <laughs> Peyton Hendershot is the guy who is is working on it too. Right, like he's yeah. had a good offseason. He had a good game the other day. Had a nice catch down the field. Uh, has some ability as a downfield receiver at the tight end position. Uh, I've already seen that wily, wily veteran Jerry Sprinkle saying, "You know what? Maybe these Achilles might need a boot. I might need to have to wear a boot. Maybe you guys should put me on a list somewhere so I uh, don't get unemployed pretty yeah, soon." Because he be- sees the writing on the wall,
0: right? Oh, so, yeah. uh, so he, I, I mean, think, on top of just not playing well at all in Week One of the preseason, right?
1: I, you know, but that's the thing, right? Is that I think I think Sprinkle, I trust Sprinkle will be the level of what we expect sprinkle to be in the regular season
0: i i know who jeremy sprinkle is he's a guy that i would be fine cutting
1: and hey week four we need a tight end that can block a little bit come on back jeremy sprinkle i i like what what's going on right now oh oh i'm injured let's put him on a list for a little while until we need him like that's that's i like having that kind of oh veteran blocking tight end he's already in the building like uh yeah rehabbing his achilles injury so uh yeah I, I think that this is it, it clears the way for someone like kindershot shot to actually make the roster yes. and, and then maybe even you know get some snaps at some point you know in the in, in the as early part of the season As an age back maybe, just... maybe
0: even as a fullback move tight end like he that's
1: his job right kind of that all over utility tight end we talked about how this team likes to formation teams to death right yep. that's going to mean a lot of of these down roster tight ends getting opportunities so Hendershot's a guy that, that you think you can get some uh, some juice from. Uh, maybe you rotate him into a look and then uh, and 13 personnel or something, and suddenly you're throwing the ball down the field to Hendershot. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. Those big over routes, like we saw yep. last
0: week against uh, Denver, where I mean, if he's running 30 yards, linebackers are going to have a hard time staying with him. So that's where he has a lot of value. Absolutely. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Find the intellectual fantasy expert Vinnie Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise in a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. You can download the Locked On Cowboys podcast wherever you get podcasts. Also check us out on YouTube. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. We'll be back here on Monday to break it all down. Enjoy your weekend, everybody.